Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when salt and pepper come together. Welcome to the salt and pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. My name is Lisa. And on today's episode, we have a spooktacular Halloween conspiracy episode. (laughs) Wait, I was going to hang on. Ooh, it's Halloween. 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 Wait, it's supposed to get to the part that I was thinking. Hang on. Okay. What is that? Spooky, scary skeletons. Oh. Since shivers down their spine. Um, you know our sense of humor. You're talking to me? Yeah. Yes, you. Me or the audience? You. Oh, yes. Okay. You, the audience. No, oh. you, Olivia. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, are you, do you ever almost send something to someone and you're like, is that too morbid for them? Mm-hmm. Can I give an example? Sure. Nothing's too morbid for me, just so everyone knows. Nothing's too morbid for me, but well, yeah, for it's about me kids. to share with other people. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a mommy friend Ooh. and that's what we call each other. Um, I have a mommy not friend. Not me and her, but. just the mom community okay so um she uh posted a picture of her son playing with skeletons okay um (laughs) and she said found the neighbor's bones and like playing with the skeleton bones Mm -hmm. like from the yard Mm -hmm. and i almost replied saying you killed your neighbor Mm -hmm. and he's just playing with the bones yeah that's not but I don't think you understand. Like other mommy friends are not. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, because people become sensitive sallies when they become mothers. Why is that inappropriate? Like obviously they didn't kill their neighbor. She made the joke first. But, but her joke's more morbid than yours. No. But she wasn't, she didn't mean it as if it was like her dead neighbor. She was just saying, there's like, my neighbor put out skeleton bones. Oh. But I'm saying. I would not take it like that. I would 100% take it as you took bones from somebody's cemetery and your kid's playing with it. Like a spooky joke. (laughs) My response. 
no yeah that's how I would respond how you responded yes what she said doesn't sound like my kids playing with decorations it sounds like she's making a murder joke right yeah she was not she wasn't she does not do such but I do such I just don't get why it's like wrong to joke about that when it's so obviously a joke and so obviously funny unless her neighbor was like dying well, I never responded. So maybe she would have gotten a good laugh from it. Maybe. Or maybe she would have been like, my neighbor was just diagnosed with <laughs> stage four cancer. That's My not neighbor funny. actually did die. My neighbor died last week. You think that's funny? And his and wife say, yeah. is still alive. And so she's suffering tremendously right now. Yeah. How dare you? You just never know. So I you just don't ever know. deleted that's, it. Mm. That's um, why I usually just say stuff and cross my fingers. That's why I have a select few friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's only a couple Maybe people that's left. Why I have a, a but but I have noticed it's so much more enjoyable in life when you can just be yourself and say whatever. For the most part, like with your friends, with your friends, yeah. You know, like mommy. Like I'm not like super close with my mommy friends. It's probably because they're called mommy friends. Probably. They're stripped of their identity. They're Should just mommy sh- friends. Start with current obsession. Yeah, what's your current obsession? Um Stray Kids is uh, just announced a new tour. Um so uh parts of Asia and Australia. Oh, okay, so you're really not going. Except Oh my gosh. Um just like a two thousand dollar plane ticket. <laughs> Except while they were on tour in America, a couple members got COVID and they had to cancel those shows. Well, it just so turns out when they're done in Australia, they are coming back to America and that will probably give me plenty of time to see them. Great. So tickets go on sale in two days. Oh, my gosh. Where are they going to be? Unfortunately, unless you live there, Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> Dude, everyone lives in Texas. Everyone lives in Texas. I don't get but, why, but. But I don't know what's in Fort Worth. I actually, like, know of the people sun. who have moved there and stuff. Um, also Atlanta, but I don't know anyone in Atlanta at all. Mm-mm. I have wanted to visit there. Yeah. You think you're going to do it? We're in the in the talks. In the talks with the husband. Mhm. I guess your birthday's coming up, so you could just use it as that. Yeah, I I'm I'm going to um auction off my birthday if he wants to make any trades. Um <clears throat> yeah, I think I think it'll work out. Um well, I wish you godspeed. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that, that wrong to say as a Christian? Godspeed? Yeah, like putting God? Probably. Wait, why? What is I don't that? know. Putting God know means. in... Godspeed is like what they would say in like the war. Like, I wish you Godspeed. Like, that you would be safe and be swift and fast and like Godspeed. Godspeed. Oh. Probably not. Because like God, you shouldn't just like flippantly say that. I thought it was like, um, Godspeed, like the Lord be with you. An expression of good wishes to a person starting a journey. I wish you all the best. 
Um, my current obsession is a book. I don't oh. I don't know who I am. I've been reading. I read an entire book. Read? I, I have not read an entire book in since college. Okay. I listen to things. That's not my current obsession. The one I was, I was listening to one and I was reading one. <clears throat> but the one I listened to, I listened to, it was an eight hour audible book. I listened to it in three days and it was so good. Hmm. You wouldn't like it. Oh. But it was called A Ride of a Lifetime and it was about the CEO of Disney and it was so crazy. Everything about it. Why wouldn't I like it? Well, I guess maybe you Disney. would because it's Disney. It doesn't really, it doesn't focus I, I on Disney. Yeah. See, I probably would like it then. Yeah. It was more. If it anything, was, I would probably like it more if it has nothing to do with Disney. Well, it has everything to do with Disney. <laughs> right. But I'm um, impressed with the infrastructure of Disney. Disney yeah. itself and right. their magic is, I mean, magic in the true sense of the word. I don't know why you like put air quotes. It's really offensive. I'm just used to them. Hmm. anyway no it talks about how he went from being an intern at abc to being the ceo of disney and it was it's just like those types of stories to me are like wow yeah and he never really liked disney like when they first hired him they sent him like a whole box of like goofy and donald and everything he left it in the hotel room like he wasn't interested in that part but he was interested in the creativity Mm -hmm. like when you when you read about imagineers and like things they've done you're like how is this possible like what you're doing how is this possible Mm -hmm. and i think that's where he was but they really talked in depth which made me download a different book um about the deal with pixar and i guess i just didn't know the in-depth um story behind Pixar and how you know Steve Jobs started Pixar and owned it and like the deal between yeah there's like a lot what yeah so Steve Jobs this is gonna be long I'll make it quick Steve Jobs started Pixar they collaborated with Disney and they did a deal with Disney that said we get the rights to the first of they made Bugs Life Toy Story um it was Wally Cars. And then Disney had the right to the sequels. So they were not together at, at all. And the previous CEO, Michael Eisner, and Steve Jobs hated each other. So they started a war with each other. Michael Eisner didn't like him. Well, when Michael Eisner was phasing out and Bob Iger was coming in, which is what this book is about, he wanted to cultivate a relationship with Steve Jobs. So before Steve Jobs died, this was towards like the tail end of his life because of his cancer. Bob Iger made sure to like go ahead and cultivate that relationship and ended up buying Pixar for eight billion dollars. I know of this story. Yeah. It's one it's of the crazy. crazy. Oh yeah, the and the whole book is about those in-depth I would deals. Love this book. Oh, it's amazing. And he not only everybody was questioning him, they're like, You're not gonna do a good job because you worked under Michael Eisner and he was a great CEO, but people didn't like him. And back to back, he bought Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. He was like the most, he just went with his gut. And the whole time it's like giving advice to people who are in those positions. Um, and it's just crazy like what they did. I watched a documentary about him. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, Ride of a Lifetime, it's on Audible. And um, the whole book starts off with the opening of Shanghai Disney. And that they had been working on it for like eight years or something. And that exact... So a week before that, when he was in Shanghai, the shooting happened at that gay bar in um, Florida. And they had found footage of that, the shooter walking outside of downtown Disney, like back and forth. So he was dealing with that news. And then the day Shanghai Disney opened, the crocodile ate that baby. And so the whole book opens up with... 
Well, it's just... A crocodile ate a baby. Oh, you didn't know about that? No. It wasn't Disney's fault. They weren't supposed to be swimming in the water, and the mom turned around for a second, and... Oh, at Disney World. Yes. I know about that. Yeah. So it just opens up with him, like talking he's he only talks in the prologue which is a bummer he doesn't read the whole book because I love it when the authors Mm -hmm. read but he just talks about the strength you have to have to compartmentalize and be like no this is my job and I'm calling these people I'm crying with them and then I'm opening up and I'm being happy it was a really good book um I've been wanting to say yeah if you still want to send me credits for the four-hour work week yes I can send it to you yeah it's not on anything but I think the Disney book would be on my library yeah, I, I really liked it. Okay. So um, let's quick, quick, silver lining of the week. Quick, 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 quick. Would you like to start? Um, Olivia made me cry. That's your silver lining? <laughs> I did not make you cry. <laughs> no, you I, let's make it clear to everyone. I, I had no idea what was happening the whole time. This is why texting is the worst. <laughs> um, and also sarcasm. Uh, we were messaging, can't even remember what it was about. About podcast stuff. It was, opinions and it was about sending each other audio messages and how, um, we both after listening to them, cause they were kind of deep, uh, needed to like, just think about it before replying. But Olivia didn't tell me she was thinking about it and just left me on red. And I, and then she texted me on a different app on texting mm-hmm. well you were texting me about tiktoks and i was responding to you yes mm-hmm. and i was like oh and then don't worry about the voxer yeah i'll just think you hate me until you which i knew you reply. were gonna say that i was literally <laughs> waiting for you to say that and then um she replied an audio message and i said okay now i have to take a beat to think about it yeah and uh ended up thinking she was mad at me because we were being like sarcastic, like our normal sarcastic replies. Yeah. But I thought that you thought I was being mean. Right. And you were replying snarky. (laughs) And I'm like, oh no, she thought I was, because this has happened with me and Zav before Uh in our one only fight, which I realized that's what happened. Your one and only fight, your whole marriage. No, me and you. Oh, oh, our one and only fight. So I thought the same thing was happening again. Right. Um, Because that's happened before where I was being sarcastic. I'm like, oh, no, she hates me. So oh, I I was we had one other fight and it wasn't about that. But continue the one in my bedroom. And then you left. Friends. Friends have fights, people. Yeah, apparently. Not Um, fights. These are not fights. They're not even fights. Uh, uh, Little little miscommunication squabbles. Exactly. Yeah. And so. um, So I thought it was happening again. Yeah. I audio messaged you crying and I was like (laughs) I was getting ready to like go work out and I'm like well I almost responded and I literally almost responded and said you've got to stop taking things personally because I'm not mad at all and then I was like oh that would sound really bad so I called you (laughs) well because that whole day you were like are you okay I'm so I didn't mean to I and I was like I am not mad at all in any way shape or form and I was like no I just need to call you and be like what's happening yeah 
Yeah. So, um, <laughs> miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yes. Ended up no one was mad at anyone. No. Um, well, the reason was because I had told Lisa, you do this to me all the time. Sometimes I don't res- hear from you for days at a time when you've heard my boxer. Mm-hmm. And then originally you were like, oh, a taste of my own medicine. I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. But then you had said it again. And I was like, no, sometimes you don't respond to me for days. I'm totally fine. But then you thought I was being like, you don't mind. But you have never responded to me for days. Yeah, and that's what I thought. And I was like, oh, no. So which we joke about, uh, we've talked about before, but I didn't know. I thought you were saying and it like upsets me. Like you no. don't respond no. and I'm just waiting for you. And I'm like, no, oh, I didn't know that it like hurt her feelings <laughs> and like she would get upset because I was like, <clears throat> oh, can you just tell me you're thinking about it? Because now I think you're mad at me. <laughs> And I'm and more sensitive I, about that. Yeah. And sharing my opinions about things. Right. Which now I know. I'll tell you. I don't hate you. I'm just going to wait to respond. <laughs> yeah. But then I had to tell you I will never respond to you in that way or be snarky in that way to you. Yeah. And I will only do that to Arturo. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you if I'm upset about something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, girl, not even just girls, but like people do that. Like Zav's done that to me before. And I genuinely did was not trying to hurt his feelings. And I was just being funny or I just said something and right. it came off strong or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So call it PTSD, call it relationships. Call it texting. Call it texting. Yeah. Um, I'll get, I'll just do a really quick one. It's really funny and not deep at all. Um, I've been feeling really sensitive about my age <laughs> because I don't want to be 30. I don't want to be 30 at all. And I've just been thinking about it so much and I'm like, I don't want to be 30. That's so The look scary. in your eyes does not tell me that's not deep. <laughs> I'm like staring down the barrel of a gun. Um, But then today I found out that Zendaya is 26. And for some reason that made me feel a lot better because I thought she was way younger than me. True. Because I knew she was on Shake It Up, which was like an old Disney Channel show. And I thought she was like 21 or something. And I'm like, she's so much success and she's so beautiful and everything. But when I found out she was 26, I'm like, that's only three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. That actually makes me feel better. Yeah, that's so true. So whatever you find, just hold tight to it. Just hold tight. And mine is that Zendaya is 26. And that, it seems better to me for some reason. Not that you care, but it got harder for me going from standing a K-pop group that's my age and older Mm. to way younger than me. That right. hits a different chord. Well, the fact that you say standing and I have never used that in any type of <laughs> adverb, vocabulary, whatever verb. Do you know what it means? Uh, I know what it means, but okay. I have never said it before. It's so it's um, you are younger than me. No, I know what it means. No, no, no. I was going to say it's it's popular vocab within the K-pop community. There's no other <laughs> word to use. I have plenty of other ones. I'm good. Let's keep those locked. <laughs> Hang on. I got the wrong key. Ugh. It's like trying to find the right key to lock the box. Okay. Um, so we're going to get into our third annual. You're supposed to echo me. Third, 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 third. third. Annual, annual Halloween spooktacular slash conspiracy. Ooh, spooky, scary skeletons. And today. Okay, no, you're good. Thank you so much. Good job. Um, today, uh, neither of us really know what each other is talking about. And we are going to dive deep into some maybe real, maybe not everything allegedly conspiracies would you like to begin i will okay
Starting off real spooky. The Leah Michelle can't read conspiracy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Get ready. It's all over TikTok. That's really funny. If anyone has already heard of these things or seen TikToks, I know. I just took content from all of the different That's creators and we're going to tag them. Okay. So... I'm going to have you do a little extra work for this, but I'm going to help you. Okay. We're going to add photos. To the reels. To the reels. Okay. You're um, going to help me by encouraging Screenshotting me. them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm going to help you Ooh, by like going, you go do Olivia. it. You got this. I did that today with Ed Milet and The Rock when we talk about him. They like pop up on oh, the screen that's for hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, so if you look up Leah Michelle Can't Read, there's like compilations of her and another celebrity presenting awards, and she's never the one to say it first, and she just repeats after the other person. Okay. So these are just like facts, one after another, Mm -hmm. and we'll show photos of it whenever available. Um, Whenever you have time. (laughs) Whenever you have time. The... Theory goes that because she was doing Broadway growing up, that she never had time to go to school. Um, she had the same role in a musical, Spring Awakening, for years because she only had to memorize her lines once. Um, then her acting career started with Glee, where it's believed her lines were read to her like by in the producer. Ear, like in a earpiece? Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of big actors do that, surprisingly. Johnny Depp does that. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean, I'm sure they like read over it beforehand. High the whole time. So, (laughs) Um, okay. So um, then you might be thinking Leah Michelle was in Scream Queens at the same time as Glee. So, how could she have two roles in two different shows and air at the same time and then memorizing all of that stuff? Turns out. The same producer, Ryan Murphy, produced both Glee and Scream Queens, and she got the role because because Ryan knew her secret and read her the lines. <laughs> knew her secret. <laughs> As if other people didn't. Um, okay. And then we see at book signings, she's never seen signing the book, just posing for pictures with pen to paper. So she doesn't know how to write either? No, she can't read, so she doesn't know how to... So she can't read or write. No. Okay. That's a conspiracy. Well, she knows how to write, like move a pen. Right. But she doesn't know like the letters okay. well or anything. The way like we're that. saying this is like fact. Fact. Like there's no way. This is what we know. Okay. Um and what's hilarious is from what I saw in the beginning, I, I saw a lot of these compilations of like her just pen to paper, nothing's written down. Um a girl has actually come out with a TikTok saying that she was at a signing and um, Leah Michelle, Michelle signed it, but you can barely even make out letters or anything like that. She said like she actually believes that, that this is real and that they like rush her during the signing. Like they don't want her to like take her time or anything like that. And she never, from what we know, has never written notes to people like to so-and-so for so-and-so. Um, okay. She has books, but her books don't have a lot of content. They're workouts, pictures, and recipes for the most part. Would you think she can text and type? 
She can't nope. text? Most of her Instagram pa- captions are emojis. And when they're written out, people think it's her assistant writing them who always has her phone, which there's pictures of. Um, so the conspiracy goes that anytime that she needs something texted out or worded out, that her assistant does it for her. Um, <laughs> uh, so she recently showed up on TikTok um, duetting like a viral parody of herself and like also making fun of herself. It's funny. And then the next TikTok, which is pretty genius, is going along with the joke that she can't read. And she's calling her friend saying she needs the comments read to her from her previous TikTok video. Um which this is kind of a side tangent, um, not really a conspiracy, but her new TikToks have actually all been seen um, as a social media publicity stunt um, because she was fired from a recent role causing drama, saying um, she has been saying some very unpleasant things about people okay. and is seen as like a really bad um not a bad actor but like isn't very nice to like people. bad on set bad on set yeah okay so that is the leah michelle conspiracy i wonder it'd be interesting like if she can't read why wouldn't she try to learn you know what that's i mean that's what i would think too yeah. like i wonder if she has like a form of dyslexia to where she can't that's what something. i was thinking or maybe she has very base knowledge but it like scares her so she doesn't want to touch it yeah maybe Maybe she has a fear of it. Sad. If that's or true, that's sad. she's that dramatic to where she literally doesn't even want to. Like, she doesn't yeah. need to. That would be kind of funny. That would be. Like, I don't need this. Reminds me of, like, Celine Dion. You know, she's seen as, like, such drama. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Oh, I like Celine Dion. Like, like excessive. Oh, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> that's good. Mine's kind of longer. Is that fine? Mm-hmm. This all is alleged. But now I believe it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you've convinced yourself. I've convinced myself. I will say the video I was watching, it obviously is being aimed toward... Biased. Biased, yes. But it's really good and I only could watch half of it because I got sucked in. Because I was going to do a different one. Whatever. Wait, why did you only watch half of it? Because I didn't have time today. Oh. Because I had oh, to change what I was, was doing so quickly. Oh, okay. Okay. So this one's sad. But... Um, is it about babies dying or animals? Mm-hmm being no, killed it's okay. about crocodiles eating babies no <laughs> um i don't know why reading things makes me so nervous okay it was a tragedy that shocked the world was it really <laughs> on the night uh august 31st 1997 a speeding mercedes chased by pa- paparazzi and driven by a man over the drink driving limit lost control and crashed in a tunnel in paris within the car sat 36 year old princess diana her boyfriend of a few months, Dodi Fayet or Fayed or something, Fayet, I think, and his bodyguard. Out of every person in the car, the bodyguard was the only one to survive. Diana always wore a seatbelt in the car, but upon investigation of the car after, the rear seatbelt wasn't effective. It seemed to be faulty. But why is Diana's death an accident? We will allegedly see. Wait, I thought you were doing Stonehenge. No, I told you it wasn't going to work. Oh, I thought that was 9-11. That wasn't going to work. Neither of them were going to work. That's why I'm saying I had to change this last uh, minute. Okay. Do you know this one? Yes. You know everything about it? Probably. Okay, well. I know everything about conspiracy theory. Okay, well, too bad. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Okay. 
I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm I'm convinced of, of it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just but, based off of everything. Yeah. But so, like rich people don't get in trouble, so that's why it's especially been fine. the royals. Yeah. So I'm so excited. <clears throat> Diana wrote a letter to her butler in October of nineteen ninety three, four years before this. And it says I'm sitting here at my desk today in October, longing for someone to hug me and encourage me to keep strong and hold my head high. This particular phase in my life is the most dangerous. My husband is planning an accident in my car, brake failure and serious head injury in order to make the path clear for him to marry Tiggy. Camilla is nothing but a decoy, so we're all being used by the man in every sense of the word. I have been battered, bruised, and abused mentally by a system for 15 years now, but I feel no resentment. I carry no hatred. I am weary of the battles, but I will never surrender. I am strong inside, and maybe that is the problem for my enemies. Thank you, Charles, for putting me through such hell and for giving me the opportunity to learn from the cruel things you have done to me. I have gone forward fast and have cried more than anyone will ever know. The anguish nearly killed me, but my inner strength has never let me down, and my guides have taken such good care of me up there aren't i fortunate to have had their wings to protect me the this letter i did not know about the letter yeah i bet you're gonna surprise me this video is in depth so a lot of these things are being said by her friend who was pretty much given a gag order that she was not allowed to take the stand and say the things that she knew about diana so this particular letter was given to the chief of police and he kept it in secret for three years and he never brought it during the trial and he later admitted to keeping it a secret. Two of those chief of police knew about this. They did illegal things and they were both made lords by the queen later on. Ooh. I know. So Diana at the time was seriously dating Dodi, who was a Muslim Egyptian. And that was a really big threat to the British government. As we know, as we've seen from Megan and everything, they, have, they are not good with different ethnicities. From what Megan has said, allegedly, blah, blah, blah. After they both died, there was a question. Yes, please. Wait, is Princess? Princess Diana wasn't the daughter to the queen. No, Charles is the son. He was married to Charles. When did they get married? Um, I'm not sure. Like 80s? Probably 80s. They, so she, she already was, had Henry and William. She was dating someone. Yeah, so they were divorced. Outside of marriage. No, no, no. They were, they were divorced. divorced at that point. So at this point, Diana had been all of her like royal, like the royal family didn't claim her anymore. They were like, you're not a part of this. You're divorced. Your kids are a part of this, whatever. And okay. we all know how toxic all of right. us can be. So they, everybody knew that the royal family had a really hard time with her dating somebody who was an Egyptian Muslim. And that was a really big threat to the British government and the royal family. After they both died, there was a huge investigation on if Diana was pregnant because that was what they really thought that she was pregnant. They even went as far as publishing articles on her uterus, her menstrual cycles, if she was on the pill, her sexual habits. Like these were front page of the paper, which some were saying that they were going so far above and beyond and trying to cover it up that what was happening more that they were like, you know, putting things out in the forefront more to detract from what was really happening. And after she died, they embalmed her that same night. So there was no further investigation of her body if she was pregnant, any of that. And what's interesting is because she wasn't claimed by the royal family anymore, once she was embalmed, all of a sudden she became property of the royal family. So her body and her ashes now belong to the royal family, even though they kind of disowned her as part of the royal family before her death. Yeah, just like weird stuff. So um, it was claimed that the driver who killed them was drunk as a pig 
but he actually only had two drinks, which was less than a quarter of the amount the French authorities said he had had. There is even footage of him walking around the lobby of a hotel seemingly sober right before he left. Um, within hours of the crash, this might be kind of out of order, but within hours of the crash, the authorities had a roadside cleaner to clean up all of the evidence of the crash, which is a coincidence because if a royal was killed there, the amount of evidence needed to make sure it wasn't foul play would be extensive. And that happened in other countries when there was any other type of foul play, they would go and they would have authorities clean everything up as fast as possible. So you can never really look at anything else. Um, so witnesses say that the car that Diana was in was a much faster Mercedes, so it quickly outran the paparazzi following them. But witnesses in the tunnel said that they saw four mo motorcycles and a Fiat that crashed into the car. All of the other vehicles were never identified, but were always said to be paparazzi because in the final um, newspaper article, it said the cars that followed them. So then the entire world interpreted that as paparazzi. That's what I always thought. It was always paparazzi. Mm -hmm, but too. what other people were saying is that they saw the Mercedes outrun the paparazzi paparazzi far before the tunnel but witnesses outside of the tunnel said that all of a sudden they saw four motorcycles and one car come around diana's car the analysis of the paparazzi on duty that night had been done and everyone was accounted for but the names of the people driving the other vehicles were never identified the jury never said it was paparazzi but everyone translated it to the following vehicles into paparazzi but who owned or were driving the car of the motorcycles was never released and nobody ever knew who they were neither the french or british police tried to trace who the killers were even though they said they committed murder on the stand many witnesses said that right before um they crashed into the wall they saw an extremely bright light flash right before and then the car hit and nobody knows what it was still no so there was a lot of witnesses being like none of this stuff is adding up now this part is the part that's crazy so her boyfriend and the driver were killed immediately, but Diana didn't. I didn't know this. She was conscious, but somehow it took 37 minutes to get her out of the car, even though the back of the car wasn't damaged. And it took 81 minutes to start driving to the hospital. And di they didn't send any radio transmission to anyone from the ambulance to anywhere. It took one hour and 41 minutes before the ambulance arrived at the hospital, even though there was no one on the roads at one in the morning. Experts agreed she could have survived, but none of the people on the team were interviewed as to why it took so long. That's part. I'm like, if it was a royal, if that was the president of the United States, it would be like five minutes. Yeah. There was more to that of who was doing the autopsy on her body. And that person had been known to um, do other really sketchy things, make false reports, all this stuff. But I'm telling you, this video was so long. And I was like, wow, this is really extensive. Would you find it, YouTube? Yeah. Okay, my last little bit. Diana was a huge advocate for getting rid of landmines in the world. I didn't know that. Even America was on board with it, which made Diana... Literal? What? Literal landmines? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, and that's why, you know, all those famous pictures of her in Ghana holding, like, the little black kids and stuff? Have you never seen those? She yeah, would, maybe. like, she would go to other countries in Africa, and she was, like, a really big advocate for helping people, stopping landmines, yes. being a better person. Okay. But that made her have a lot of enemies because all of that stuff is money. You know, it's the government, whatever. Um, at one point, she got a call where she, where she was being threatened. It was somebody she knew. And that person was telling her to not mess with things she didn't understand. And there could be accidents if she didn't stop. The friend was there in the room. And she recounts these times and said Diana was sure the British Secret Service was tapping her phone calls. 
they denied it, but years later, the United States CIA admitted to having 1,200 pages of transcripts from her phone calls, but wouldn't release it because it would be a threat to national security. But what's really interesting is that the day that she died, they had 19 days between the press conference of the landmines. It, they were doing like this big thing to stop the landmines. And it was 19 days before that, that she ended up dying. She was killed in August and the meeting was in, in September and hardly anyone went to that because of her death. Um, so Diana often said, there's literally audio of her saying she thought she would be killed or she needed to get rid of, and it would be in a car accident. She was in, she was trouble to the royal family and wouldn't go easily. She said this to so many people um, that her friends, audio interviews, saying that she was trouble to the royal family and that her biggest goal in life was to just survive and stay alive, which is crazy. Oh um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I have. <laughs> Dang. I didn't know about um, some of those smaller details. Yeah. So it's just super weird. And mm-hmm. I always thought it was paparazzi. Yeah, me too. Um, That's always something that I thought. But I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise, especially after all this stuff with Megan and Harry. Like, it wouldn't be a surprise to me that they were like, you're dating an outsider. You're a threat. You're making bad ties with other countries because you're trying to be a philanthropist. Yeah. You need to go. And you're not even a part of the royal family anymore. Your kids are. So we'll keep them alive. But you have to go. And I think, I mean, why wouldn't that be the case you know I mean I guess I would understand dissociating her with the family Mm -hmm. but killing someone yeah I mean that recently happened in Russia the dad who switched SUVs with his daughter last minute and then that SUV blew up he was like a whatever he was like a really big person in the government and they were leaving in two separate SUVs and he wanted to switch with his daughter very last minute and then that car blew up his car yeah the one his daughter was in so it's like that type of stuff happens like those things happen and I wouldn't be surprised if the royal family or people were just like yeah I mean just protect us we need to get rid of you dang and no one can say anything even if they knew no that's why that's what the friend was saying that there was a gag order on her so she can only imagine how many other people probably had one too that is wild i know did you have did you have another one it's like two seconds long i want to hear it but we need to keep our eyes peeled so this is a psa oh is it the fentanyl skittle thing no because that's probably real um in other news a tangent Zav said, that's probably doable. We'll chat when I get home. So you'll see me at the Stray Kids concert. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? The U.S. Air Force conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said it's two seconds long. It is two seconds long. It's not real. It has an intro. Um, They came out with a new logo seen here on my hand for the video. Oh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Stop adding work for me. It's so dumb. So, um, because you can't see the logo, it's a plane, a jet, a paper plane, a drone, all in order, like flying. Okay. Okay. Can I see it? Do you have a photo? I do. So what do you see in the corner? Obviously a UFO. So this is 
an official new logo for well, the U.S. Air Force. That Air Force video that came out a couple years ago was pretty crazy. Wild. Yeah. I mean, there's new things often. This video, I didn't want to add the whole thing. Yeah. Because the conspiracy behind it is just, I didn't know it was going to get Christian and talk about revelation that was a lot of like the stonehenge when it started to get really woo woo when i was like yeah like i don't i don't really like that woo woo stuff i don't like when people talk about revelation in general not because i have anything against revelation because that's our bible but like but in correlation with the end of the world is going to be in march of 2012 you know type stuff well and and like in correlation with an american air force it's like why does it always have to be in correlation with america and so, so it, it, the video is talking about the Euphrates drying up and monsters coming out of it. And it's going to be aliens and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. And oh, then the rapture. About Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's talking about the rapture and the rapture is actually going to be aliens. And so the U.S. is just trying to cover it up and say that when there's a rapture, it's actually just aliens and UFOs. So stupid. Bored. I'm sorry. Just snooze. Can't. Um. So anyways, the conspiracy behind the new logo coming out is that and having an explanation um, as to do away with things that we can't um, explain and normalizing UFOs before telling us more about them. Hmm. So making it. Well, that's what is funny. I've seen a thing that said if aliens existed nowadays, nobody would believe the video because everyone would be like, that's just fake because there's so many fake videos and there's so many things. Yeah. Crop circles are the ones I actually, that's, that would be, that would be a good one next year. Oh, that would be a good one. Because there are certain things that aren't easily explainable. Explainable. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's aliens or whatever, you know, that's what people think about Stonehenge. That's what people think about a lot of things. Like they had no technology. How did they move it? Why did they move it in that way? Yeah. But, um, Gosh, another interesting conspiracy. But the Joe Rogan podcast, he had on this YouTuber who talks about ancient civilizations. Oh, I think I heard that one. And then he he has the belief which Atlantis. Uh one of yeah, like he talks about Atlantis. Um, but he has this belief that uh we go through years of droughts and then um like coming out of it, and he believes like we're in one of those, which Joe laughed him off about. But anyways, uh, he was talking about also how um, these crazy civilizations actually just collapse. Yeah, I remember Who that. are, uh, we think we're the most advanced, but in reality, it's just technology. What kind of technology right. did they have? It could have been better. It wasn't maybe the same literal technological stuff, wires and all that. But the fact that we can't find these civilizations, but we see remnants Mm -hmm. can show, oh, they actually were biodegradable and they used proper products and things for the environment. Which I think a lot of that stuff can be explained from the Christian perspective of like the flood. Like there are a lot of things that are like, yeah, maybe those are like Sodom and Gomorrah. Like that was somewhere that was a civilization and it blew up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Salt pillars. Yeah, just a lot of stuff. But that's very interesting. What's funny, the last thing I'll say, this is getting long, is have you heard about the thing in California with the Teslas or the electric cars? So you, they're starting to make laws against oh, yeah. driving, which mm-hmm. don't even get me started on that. And they are telling people to not charge their cars 
because they're like running out and then they're telling them to use generators that is hilarious literally using generators that is so stupid. so it's the same thing yeah it's yeah it's it's stupid like if you want to give me a free electric car i'm down if you're gonna tell me i'm not allowed to drive my car i'm out yeah i think a lot of people are out and also i'm down for an electric car but they take forever to charge i will never this is gonna be a real drive a tesla that is being owned and controlled by somebody else. Yeah. That can literally put you in Tesla jail. Yeah. That can control you. Yeah. That is the start of a horror movie. That is actually the start of iRobot. And I mm-hmm. am, that is Love terrifying. That Thinking that somebody in somewhere can say, Mm-mm, you're driving too fast and they can control mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Why are people willingly doing this? Elon Musk, come after us. I'm scared he probably will. <laughs> he owns Twitter. What's next? Um, okay, after this. Okay. Have you seen the, uh, what's it called? The re- report on um, the Atlantic about Elon Musk and all of his text messages? Mm, I don't think so. People are making fun of him. And they're just talking about how imposter syndrome is it can't it shouldn't be real because literally everyone is the same and that Elon Musk is just like us because mm-hmm. the way that he talks and what he's talking about with other people is like ridiculous and he sounds yeah. stupid. Well, he's a nerd. Yeah. Like he's not like the cool guy you go no, hang out with at the party. Not. No. But like he's a genius, but most nerds are. But they're saying that he's actually not as much of a genius Mm. as you actually think that he is that's funny so interesting well guys we hope you enjoyed our third annual halloween spooktacular and you enjoyed our alleged conspiracy theories mine was a little bit more deep than yours (laughs) we get a cease and assist from uh, leah michelle um and we hope you guys have a really safe and happy halloween and you dress up like all your favorite slutty animals (laughs) (laughs) Well, you heard it here, folks. (laughs) Heard it here first, folks. I'm a mouse, duh. You have to say it. Um, Would you like to add anything? Nope. Just careful of the fentanyl skittles. Yeah, that's for sure. Signing off. It's always better when salt and pepper pepper come come together. together. Bye. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.